Welcome to the Chemist Chick with Helen Nichols. True stories from behind the pharmacy counter. Hey Podsters, today's show I want to do a shout out to two beautiful chemist chicks who are so supportive and encouraging of me and my podcast. They are two women who are all about lifting you up rather than pulling you down, which is what we all need right now. Also, I think they are my, they are my number one fans. Fan club of two. <laughs> so this show is for you, my friends, Janelle and Heidi. I love you both to bits. Okay, potties. Well, today I was thinking back of when I was at school and we had vocational guidance seminar for the week. Every day someone would stand up on the stage in our huge auditorium and talk about their career paths, etc. I was 13 years old at the time and I had no idea what I wanted to do when I left school. No one in particular impressed me during these talks and nothing really jumped out at me that caught my interest. That was until this one beautiful lady took the stage. She was so glamorous, immaculately groomed with a big smile, warm and friendly. I liked her straight away. She said, hi, my name is Bev and I'm a beauty consultant in a pharmacy. Wow, that's what I want. That's what I want to do. I want to make people beautiful like Bev. (laughs) As she was explaining her job as a chemist chick, she held up both her hands to show us all the back of her hands. One hand looked so young and smooth and the other more aged and weathered. She went on to tell us that in all her 30 years in pharmacy, whenever she demonstrated a face cream, it was always on the back of her left hand. So after all the years of doing this, she said with great humour, I'm now demonstrating on my right hand, trying to catch up, trying to repair it. If it can be saved, I don't know. We all laughed at her silly humour. 600 girls, by the way, under her spell. I just gravitated towards her. She went on to explain all the duties of a pharmacy assistant, that for the most part in those days it was very glamorous. And at the same time she could help people, make them feel good about themselves, whether it be advice on medication or just a friendly ear. She went on to how much fun her colleagues were to work with and have a good laugh with each day, a truly friendly and fun environment to work in. All the perks were pretty good too. That's it. That's what I want. I want to have fun. I want to look glamorous. I want to help people. I want to learn new skills and make a living out of something I can each day and enjoy. Well, as they say, the rest is history. I know over the years I've touched many people's lives and boy have they touched mine. There is a couple who spring to mind very quickly who I want to share with you. The first one is Emma. Well, now Emma was a bright, beautiful little girl who had cerebral palsy. She was in a wheelchair which her dad had dressed up with pink ribbons and pink pom-poms. Emma was 11 years old. Her wheelchair had a tray on it with a small keyboard, which is how she communicated with by moving a device near her mouth so she could type out words. Now, I have always had an affinity with cerebral palsy kids, as when you look into their eyes, you can see these beautiful, intelligent, loving souls trapped in their bodies, and it's heartbreaking. That it's their motor skills that let them down and keep them from having full active lives. And sadly, people usually shy away from disabled people, as I guess they don't know what to do or say, as did all my workmates at the time. So in comes Emma. Her name is in big sparkly letters on the back of her chair, pushed by Dad. I go straight up to her and say, Hello, Emma. 
Her little face just lit up like a Christmas tree. And she got so excited, she kicked off one of her shoes. And we both laughed. Her dad said, she can't talk. I know, I know, but I can. So, Emma, you clearly love pink. It's my favourite colour too. Her eyes came alive. As she was so used to being overlooked and invisible to people. Not on my watch. Hey, Emma, I see you have nail polish on. Do you like makeup and perfume too? Her dad starts to relax a little and he says, Oh, yes, yes. She's a very girly girl. Cool. Come with me. So I took her over to the Elizabeth Arden counter. Hey, Kim, this is Emma, and she loves makeup. Oh, hello, sweetheart. Well, you have come to the right counter. Kim leans over and puts bright pink lipstick on her. She holds up the mirror. Gorgeous. Emma's clearly getting very excited. Okay, next counter. Hey, Barb, this is my new friend, Emma. Have you got any samples for her? Sure, I be. She then piles her tray up with perfume and skincare samples. By this stage, her dad is getting so overwhelmed with all the attention, he whispers thank you to me. Oh, we're not done yet. Each counter the girls put on eyeshadow, blush, fragrance, they all made such a fuss. It was wonderful. Anyhow, the next day, in comes Emma. Hi, Emma. Morning. Oh, I love your dress. Dad pulls me aside and says, she drove me crazy last night. She was so overexcited about her trip to the chemist and all morning she kept typing, see Helen, see Helen, see Helen. He said, we can only really come in once a week as it's mammoth. You know, just a, it's such an effort to get her here. There's so much prep to get her into the chair, into the car. Can you tell her I can bring her in maybe twice a week? She won't listen to me. Okay, I'll talk to her. So started our twice-a-week visits from Emma and her dad. One day he was quite frazzled as he headed uh, to see the doctor and get groceries and Emma didn't want to leave the shop. And I said, I oh, just go, leave her here with me. Go and do what you have to do. Go and have a coffee. Just take some time out. She's in good hands here. I'll look after her. He nearly fainted. Really? Okay, you sure? She typed in big letters, bye, Dad. <laughs> I parked her chair next to my counter. I said, you can help me with my customers today. Mrs. Watsits comes in up to my counter. Morning, Helen. Morning, Mrs. W. This is my friend, Emma. She's here on work experience today. Oh, hello, Emma. Then she looks back at me and I say, just because she can't answer you doesn't mean she doesn't understand every word you say. So tell her all about your dog. So Mrs. W goes into great lengths about her fluffy at home. Emma hung on to every word. By the time Dad comes back, more relaxed, Emma has a full makeover with her tray overflowing with goodies. You're listening to The Chemist Chick with Helen Nichols. True stories from behind the pharmacy counter. At this time in my life, I was living in North Queensland with Nicole, who was six years old. And James and Katie were teenagers living back in Perth. It was killing me to have the family split up like this. I missed them both so much and being so far away was unbearable. So I decided to head back to Perth to be with my three kids all together again. By the way, it was the happiest reunion and I felt whole again for us all to be under one roof. Anyway, as I go to work to hand in my notice with sadness to leave such a great bunch of mates, 
but more overwhelming was the dread I felt having to tell Emma I was going. In she comes with Dad, doing the rounds of the counters, saying hi to everyone. When she comes over to me, I say, hi, honey, I've got something to tell you. You know, my kids are back in Perth and their little sister and I miss them so much and they are young teenagers who really need their mum in their lives. I have to go back and the hardest thing is leaving you as I love you. You're like family to me too. She looked up at me, a little sad, but she understood. On my last day, she came in with a card that her dad helped her write and it said, how much she would miss me, but that she understood completely my kids needed me and I needed them. She would keep in touch and write to me and I would always be in her heart and basically wished me all the very best in life. She was happy for me. All the girls we gathered around and I said to all of them, you must look after Emma for me and keep spoiling her with gifts and friendship and love. They all promised just then as I said goodbye. She reached her arms up and lent him, I lent him for the cuddle and she said... I love you. It was muffled. It wasn't very clear. And I'm like, what? What? What did you say? Did anybody hear that? Oh, Kim said in shock, I did. I heard it. She said, I love you. Her dad's eyes were welling up in tears. He said, I've got to go. I've got to go call her mum. She's never spoken. I've got to go. I'll be back in a minute. I can't believe it. Oh, we were all in shock. I'm getting a bit emotional still now thinking about it as it was a miracle and meant so much to me and her mum and dad. For a long time, we wrote to each other, sent birthday cards, etc. I know the girls all kept their promise and spoiled her rotten, whoever she came, whenever she came into the shop. Customers knew her too. She was a bit of a celebrity by now. Potties, I just want to ask you all, when you see a person in a wheelchair or with any disability while you're out shopping or just out and about, please just say hi. You will never know how much it might mean to that person. It means so much that they're not overlooked and not invisible. You're forever in my heart, Emma. Bye, Potties. Have a beautiful day. The Chemist Chick with Helen Nichols. True stories from behind the pharmacy counter. You can subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you hear great podcasts. This has been another quality podcast from Bytes.com.